All right. Hello. Are you addicted to sugar? (laughs) Let's talk about that today. This is not going to be a tip episode. I'm not going to tell you if you are addicted to sugar, I'm not going to tell you how to break that addiction. Not today, but I want to talk about, I want to talk about whether or not you're addicted to sugar and why you may be addicted to sugar um, why sugar is so addictive for anybody, just in case anybody doesn't know why. I'm pretty sure that by now we all have enough access to, um, to health information and studies out there where I think we all know why sugar is so addictive. Uh, so I won't touch and stay on that very long, but I will give this, I will give this one tip. Um, for anybody that's listening or watching that does want to make some sort of adjustments, you know, changes to your weight, changes to your body, but you have a sweet tooth, then I'll give you a couple tips. I'll give you a couple suggestions uh, in order to navigate around the sweet tooth uh, and still be able to achieve some goals. But first, in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach, and I am dedicated to spreading the word of rest-based weight loss, which is a gentle approach to weight loss that focuses on balancing the metabolism and keeping stress hormones low so that weight can just come off naturally. When we try to force weight loss through diet and exercise, then it'll only be a matter of time before that weight comes back. Instead of forcing the weight loss, what we wanna do is we wanna take care of the internal systems that contribute to weight gain in the first place. If those internal systems are reset and taken care of, then they will release unnecessary and unwanted weight, and it'll just happen, easy peasy. (laughs) And it sounds easy peasy because the execution is not easy peasy. So what I want to do in this series is I want to provide resources, advice, strategies. I want to teach the science behind this gentle approach and what you have to do, how to manipulate your lifestyle in order to achieve the results that you want without all the painful dieting and the painful exercise and those types of things. So if this is your first time listening, please consider subscribing. I would love for you to follow. I'm coming all every day for all this whole entire year for the, for the next 365 days. I'm coming live every day, producing an episode every single day regarding rest-based weight loss. If you want to know which of your lifestyle factors are currently contributing to your weight, then go to operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. It's linked in the description and you'll be able to find out which of the four major areas are currently contributing to your, your health, to your health issues. Okay. All right. So let's talk about sugar. I, <laughs> my goodness. I posted a poll, I posted a poll maybe a few months ago, maybe two or three months ago, uh, asking which one people were, which one people liked more, sugar or salt, like sweet or salty snacks. Um, So dessert or like potato chips, sweet or salty. And at the end of the poll, um, the majority of the answers were, uh, were sweets. The majority of people, they, they said that they crave sweets over salt. 
I think that that number is probably, I would say that the average person or, or more people crave sweets over salt today, probably today in the 2018 going on 2019 era, than maybe they did like 40 or 50 years ago. And I think that's because what sweets do biochemically for us is they give us, they elevate the hormone that uh, is the same hormone that is, that, that is released when we feel love, when we feel like we are being loved and when we are giving love. So the same hormone, the same reward signal that's released when we feel like, you know, we're experiencing love is the same hormone that's released when we eat sweets. And from a psychology perspective, I am going to go ahead and equate, I'm not basing this on any studies that are done. I'm going to go ahead and just equate and base that on the fact that as a culture, we are a lot more isolated. We, we feel a lot more isolated today than we did maybe 50 years ago because there we have so many more opportunities to just isolate ourselves, to isolate ourselves with the mirage or the illusion of feeling like we're connected through social media and through multimedia. So we can essentially sit in our house for a whole entire week and not have any uh, uh, interaction, like physical interaction with someone, but still feel completely connected to what's going on outside in the world because of our access to multimedia, right? But psychology studies have shown that people today are feeling more lonely and more isolated than they were before the rise of social media. And that's because just having uh, informational, one-dimensional access to another person's life via photos and videos and, and those types of things, those don't fulfill the human, ne- the human need for actual interaction, for uh, actual like physical touch or for actual connection. Like if you and I were sitting together in my office having this conversation as opposed to you looking at me through a screen, you looking at me through a screen is a completely different experience than if you and I were in my office sitting on my couch talking about this together. So we have like the access where you can uh, see me and I can read your comments, right? And, And so you can sit in your house and not feel alone, yet uh, it's still an illusion of, uh, it's still an illusion. You are alone. And a lot of people feel so isolated and so lonely because they can interact with other people virtually in this way and not have to deal with the awkwardness of, you know, actually being with them in person. So here, that's the, that's the reason that I believe that the, uh, the sweet teeth <laughs> that people with a sweet tooth, um, we probably have more people addicted to sugar and addicted to sweets today than we did 50 years ago because we're living in a culture and we have access to things today that are making us feel more isolated than they were 50 years ago. And since sugar elevates the same reward signals and releases the same reward signals as being in love does, uh, if so facto, we have a lot more people that are probably addicted to sweets. Do you, do you see the connection that I made there? 
And like I said, this is not based on any scientific study. This is just like kind of based on my thoughts, you know, and connections that I'm making as I think about this. So how do you know that you're addicted to sugar? Uh, if, well, first of all, people that have a sweet tooth, they know they have a sweet tooth. Like at some point, everyone with a sweet tooth has, uh, you know, kind of broken down and said, man, I need to, I am like, I am an addict. I don't know if I've met anybody who loves sweets that hasn't said, like, hasn't admitted, I really love my sweets. I don't know if I've met anybody that hasn't admitted that. Um, but if you don't, if you like desserts here and there, but you don't know if you're addicted to sweets, like if you're someone who's like, I don't know, maybe I could take it or leave it. Then I would actually advise you to try to leave sweets. I would say for six days, uh, a minimum of six days. If you are addicted to sugar, meaning your body cannot function emotionally, physically without consuming sugar. That's what addiction means that you cannot function. You cannot cope without having sugar. So if you give up sugar, if you go on like a sugar detox and you cleanse yourself from sugar for six days by day three, you'll know by day three, you will have a clear, your, it will, it will be very clear whether or not your body is addicted to sugar. It'll be extremely clear. If you try to push yourself past day three and you get to day four, by day four, it's, you'll probably, you'll probably be licking. You'll probably be like looking through your cabinets, like just like licking old wrappers just to get like that fix. It's, it's very highly addictive. Um, so what if you are addicted to sugar, but you want to change your body? You want to lose some weight. You want to fit into smaller clothes. You want to change your physique. How does that work? How does that navigate? Well, here's the first thing I'm going to say. There are a lot of resources out there. There are a lot of like different diets and things that you can do in order to lose weight if you have a sweet tooth. But I will say that it's probably not a good idea to start with a diet that's low carb or low sugar. I would say that's probably not a good idea to start with that. I think uh, if you start with that, then your body is just going to like, it's, you're, it's only going to be like, you know, three or four days and then you just won't be able to take it. It'll be so miserable for you. Um, there are alternatives. There are, there are alternative things that you can have and that you can eat where you can still elevate the same reward signals as if you were eating sugar without actually eating sugar. And that's one of the things that I coach people on. That's one of the very first things I teach is when I work with somebody new, I'm like, okay, do you have a sweet tooth or a salty tooth? You have a sweet tooth? Good. Start incorporating this into your diet right away. Because I want to make sure that I, since I look at, you know, weight loss from a hormonal perspective, I have to make sure that your hormones, that your reward signals are balanced and still getting what they need. If you're still getting what you, what you need, if you're a sweet tooth and you're able to still eat and drink certain things that still elevate the same hormones as if you were eating sugar, then that's going to keep you on your diet. Like that's going to keep you on your diet long enough to actually start seeing results. Okay. So if you have a sweet tooth, but you're looking to lose weight, you're looking to change, you know, your body, you're looking to, you know, to, to, to get some results. 
Don't start off with a diet that's like low carb, low sugar. Don't do that. Here's what I would suggest. I would suggest that you, uh, I would suggest that you start making the transition from artificial sugar to natural sugars. And what, what, what are natural sugars? Natural sugars can be found in fruit um, and, and found in, in vegetables and some vegetables. The thing about sugar is that our body doesn't know the difference between artificial sugar and natural sugar. So that's why people that, you know, uh, preach against sugar and then they say, and don't even eat fruit because it's not like fruit will make a difference. Sugar is sugar is sugar. You know, uh, you know, they'll be like, well, high fructose corn syrup does the same thing to the body as, you know, the sugar from an apple does. That's true. Our bodies don't know the difference, at least in terms of elevating our blood sugar levels and releasing insulin. No, our bodies don't know the difference between uh, uh, artificial sugar and fruit. However, if you have a sweet tooth, then it's very possible that your body can be trained to crave strawberries for, for that sugar fix instead of Twizzlers. Do you know what I mean? Because from a hormonal perspective, uh, the, the sugar, the natural sugars in the strawberries are going to release the same reward signals as the sugar in the Twizzlers. That's going to be the same. What it's going to come down to after that point is just changing your behavior. So a lot of people that you know, have a sweet tooth that really like their candies and their chocolates and their, their cookies and those things. It's not so much that their body is craving cookies. It's that their body is craving sugar. Their mind is craving the cookies, but their body is just craving the sugar. So one of the awesome things that I find when I work with, when I work with women, as when you start to make that transition, you know, from artificial to natural sugars, it's really, it's so super cool when they like a couple weeks into it are like, wow, I woke up and I actually craved a fruit salad for breakfast instead of pancakes. And for them to experience that, you know, after waking up every morning and craving like pancakes and muffins and you know, those things, that's a really awesome experience. People with, with a sweet tooth, they don't realize that they can actually still fulfill the requirements and the demands of that sweet tooth without eating crap, with, with still being able to eat, you know, whole foods that have natural sugars in it. So I would say, you know, one of the, the, the very first things that you can do is start to swap out, like just take a log of all of your sugar, you know, all of your sugar everything that you consume that has sugar in it, write it down, make a list. As you go throughout your day, as soon as you pop something or drink something that has sugar, even if it's like diet soda or, you know, juice or whatever it is, artificial sweeteners, whatever it is, write it down and then start to look at uh, some alternatives that you can like swap in and swap out for, for what you're eating. For my chocolate lovers, those of you that love chocolate, you don't have to give up chocolate. Just go darker. Go darker in your in your cocoa. Go darker in the cacao. If you can go 60% or higher of cacao in your chocolate, then there are going to be some other uh, benefits that you're going to be getting from eating that chocolate 
in addition to still uh, of getting your chocolate fix. If you are someone that really, really loves dessert after, you know, after having dinner, well, instead of having like cake or pie or whatever it is, just swap it out for a fruit salad. Your brain's not going to know the difference. <laughs> your brain's going to treat it as the same. And all it's going to take is just a behavioral change over time for then for your body to start craving the fruit salad over the cookies. I mean, give it, just give it a try. Uh, give it a try. It's not going to hurt. It certainly won't hurt. And then I think the, the worst that can happen is that it actually helps. And then what you can start seeing as you gain confidence in the fact that, hey, like I, I'm actually not eating cookies tonight. I'm having my, my, my fruit salad with my little whipped cream on top or whatever, you know? I think that it's the confidence that's going to start being built of like, I can actually do this. I don't have to eat, you know, chocolate cake and ice cream every night. I can actually swap that out for something else. All right. So that's my little tip. If you, if you have a sweet tooth, if you're addicted to sugar, but you want to make some changes, your body doesn't know the difference between artificial and natural. Just start, just start swapping out the artificial for the natural and you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised at the way your body likes it. All right. Okay. That's all I have for this evening. Um, once again, if you want to know which of your lifestyle factors are contributing to your health or your weight issues, then I have a quiz that you can take at operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. It'll give you your results right away. And also give you the opportunity to sign up for my newsletter. If you want, uh, somebody, uh, filled out the quiz. And when they got to the question, I said, Hey, do you want to sign up for my newsletter? They were like, no, I just want the results totally fine. I want you to be able to get those results, but I also want you to continue to follow so that you can uh, just get some tips and tricks on how to change those lifestyle factors so that you can start just losing weight naturally. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening. And I'll be talking to you next time.